the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we're ready to talk gardening with you. Just call us. Be on the air 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show, and uh, we welcome your calls. At and, uh, and now the sun's kind of broken through. It's a pretty day here at Millburgers. It was pretty before. It just wasn't sunny. Uh, and it is Monarch Central. How many monarchs do you think we got here today? Five. Oh, you counted five? Okay. Five at least, yeah. You come on the porch, we'll point them out to you. So uh, did, you, did you take some pictures of them? Uh, well, <laughs> Uh-oh. I went out to take pictures of the in the butterfly garden of that... Uh, Butterfly bush or the vine? Uh, the vine. T- Turks cap. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was different than the one we were selling here. I thought the one we were selling here is a tropical, was a tropical type. But because the bloom is elongated rather than short and stubby like the her- Turks cap usually is. And, uh, and, uh, it's, it's elongated, and uh, so I thought maybe that tropical one that mainly blooms in the sp- in the fall uh, is like that. It has a long, elongated bloom and a larger bloom. And uh, so I was talking to uh, Greg Grant this morning. and, and, oh, and is he going to call us? No. <laughs> I called him, and he called me back. <laughs> no, he doesn't care about us. But... Uh, Congratulating him on a belated uh, birthday, yeah, <laughs> and uh, told him about this. Does I asked him, does this tropical type uh, have? Uh, does the regular type have an elongated bloom on it in the fall? You know, cool weather. I thought, and so he simply said, he said that could be a hybrid. He said. Uh, Go ahead and take some pictures of that and send it to me. Oh. Well, the old cripple guy out there, <laughs> Mary had me, had to help me get out of the butterfly guard. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. We, we, we saw, uh, recognized that as a, a new uh, development on your part. Yeah, yeah. 
back with your camera and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i can't uh, i couldn't i can't take pictures as easily as i used to oh. we were going to run the microphone out to you in the butterfly garden and everything <laughs> yeah but i was at the butterfly garden taking some of the pictures of that uh turkey cap and uh uh i was i got nervous i got scared there were so many of those queens butterflies and they were on that uh uh greg's mist flower oh yeah the mist flower yeah i mean i say hundred uh close close to a hundred of them out there i told you did i send you the picture i don't think i did oh there I think, uh, I love that. Maybe I did, but he may not. What, did you take a picture, Milton? No, someone sent me a picture to identify. Oh, okay. Whether and, it, and it, 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 was, it was Greg's mist, but the butterflies were just all over. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. First time I saw that, I was out at Malcolm Beck's place, and his was just loaded with Mid, those. That's a and I thought they were monarchs. Can you see the all the butterflies oh, on it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that Greg's mist? Yeah. Yeah. And they... Uh, I don't think they get on any other plant other than that uh, oh, yeah, coravine. They, oh, yeah, they do. Uh, if they're, they'll get on the other one, uh, uh, Duranta. Yeah. They'll get on Duranta. <laughs> oh, and uh, Porterweed. Yeah. They well, they were on everything out there. That That is a spectacular butterfly guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mary stopped and... Made me congratulate her. I said, she said, I've been having to keep them watered during the drought. I bet. That's why they're blooming so nice out there. But everything out there is in full bloom. I mean, uh, do you have uh, any um, tips for people that want to come out and take pictures? No. Don't sit down? <laughs> well, <laughs> I th- if I you're an old fella. Uh, <laughs> I thought, it w- uh, did you appreciate that little boy helping you out over there? Oh, I mean, oh Jason, yeah, I yeah. saw that. I started to give him some tips, but I was yeah. in a, on a mission. <laughs> he was driving Calvin crazy. <laughs> he kept trying to, You don't, if, for those who obviously didn't see it, look at your radio right now. He kept running up to the butterflies and, uh. <laughs> and clapping. And their butterflies were pretty quick, so I don't think any don't butterflies think were hurt. I got one. No, I don't think he got one either. I could have given him lessons on and a whisper. passed that along to another generation. Oh, you should generation. have. But right. uh, they're spectacular. But, uh, I, I, he looked to me like he was trying to... Uh, interfere with your uh, photo- <laughs> photography no he he watched me uh, uh he, he came up and kind of looked at me and i looked at him because i was taking pictures right down there by the uh milkweed and there those stupid butterflies are on milkweed melted i want i want to shoot you should have you should have warned them told did them about do, the microbes did you whisper to them and say did you have any pictures of the microbes did you take any pictures? Yeah, of I took some. You got some micro pictures? Okay, good. They're hard to get a picture of. I know, but you got that nice camera. I thought maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, not, you can not just, that nice. You could just make it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we honestly wouldn't know. <laughs> but anyway. Just, that, and that, then post it on Plant Answers. Some people have identified this as micro. There you go. Well, they, we don't know who those some people are. <laughs> I have hard enough trouble getting spider mites. Was okay. it, uh, it was uh, queens and um Mainly queens. Queens over there, but I saw I saw uh, they've got tropical milkweed in there. Yeah. And uh, the only one that I saw a monarch on was 
That's interesting. So, okay. So the Queens were getting on that, too. Yeah. And yesterday they were golf fritillaries. Hmm. They were more over over here on the Lantana. Yeah. But uh, they 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 got beautiful blooming uh, porterweed over there. The red one. Yeah. There it's large and there's Mary over there <laughs> fooling with them now. And of course I had to take a picture of that uh, uh, dwarf. Uh, I mean that uh, butterfly vine. It's pretty. Yeah. And as well as that, uh, what's the one, what's the vine that goes in the, grows in the butterfly vine, the big flower purple? Passion uh, vine. Passion vine. And what, that, was it, were there any Gulf fritillaries uh, in there? Yeah. Oh, I think they were on the passion vine. I mean, on the uh, butterfly yeah. vine. Oh, because they would, they would be. Yeah. The passion vine is where they lay their eggs. Is that right? Yeah, the Gulf oh. fritillaries. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, a lot of them over there. Oh, okay. 210-308-8867. So I should go over there after the show and take some pictures? I think you can get a good Even one. I could get a good picture? Uh, like you, said, it, there were so many of those others on that picture. Yeah. Are you going to put don't, don't chase them around, Milton. Okay. That was, it, it makes Calvin angry. It scared me. Um, <laughs> are you going to post those pictures on Facebook? No. I'm sorry, on Facebook on Plan Answers? <laughs> no. Oh, greedy. <laughs> Just keep them to yourself, I guess. I, I took them for Greg. I thought you took butterflies, too. No butterflies? You're in the butterfly garden? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll share mine with the nursery. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. So we got someone who emailed me a question, and we got three people here that can answer it. This was from Deborah. It says, ask Calvin what his solution was to the roots in his raised beds. I have a large cypress tree invading my bed. <laughs> well, well of, mine. What kind of cypress tree is my first question? Oh, okay. Deborah, you may need to call us, but we'll be easy on you. Well, I don't. I think what she was interested in is the the roots taking over the sure, underneath. Sure, but let's say it's a ball cypress where it's going to send up knees and the obscene amount of roots. In the bed versus, say, just a regular cypress or Italian cypress or Arizona cypress be easier to contend with. I don't know. I've got I've got uh, Arizona ash and uh, even mesquite growing around mine that uh, uh, have just uh, filled filled the area in the raised bed underneath. So I don't even I don't even grow anything in there anymore. I just put I put the those, all those containers I bought, uh, the plastic containers, and I uh, put those on there because the roots are so quick to get the the water any water that you put on that raised that portion of the raised bed. So I've oh, yeah, going, abandoned de- definitely going for the water. I abandoned mm-hmm. the yeah this th- this was not the this was not the best year, but even last year was pretty severe. Um, so I've just abandoned the, that garden in favor of new, oh my new gardens. So you didn't do anything about the roots? You just abandoned the bed? Yeah. Go but, uh, what go are you going to do about the... Uh, you could. I guess you could fight, but, you know, you, can, you keep... Uh, when you only got uh, six or eight inches of soil, or even 12 inches with the raised bed... It's t- it's tough to uh, have a okay. enough water. 
All right, Deborah. I hope that helps you out. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Trace, when you come up here on Sunday, sometimes you tell us a little bit about what's going on or maybe things that are coming in or surprises. or. Well, we, got our, we got our first Christmas tree uh, date delivery. Oh, good. When is that? 17th. Of uh, November. Why? Well, yeah, if it's December, we're already on the. Late yeah, I was going to say it's a little late. My mind figured that out. It's like, no, I don't think. It As you were asking the question, it was like, why am I asking this question? <laughs> yes, November. Okay, so that's well, coming I'm, up. I'm that's with, two. I'm with Milton, though, that it's it. The fall is so fall when, and winter has kind of snuck up on us. Yeah. When is Thanksgiving? Do we, is it the twenty fifth? Twenty fifth. Okay, so that's be. Oh, it's perfect. Right? A week before. Uh, week before gives, Thanksgiving. Gives us, gives us a chance to get them stood in the water by the time people are buying them. Yeah. And then on December 3rd, we've got the uh, open house. We're going to have Santa. Real Santa. Real Santa. Those uh, fake Santas. With a place. photographer. On Saturday. On yeah. Saturday. From 10 to uh, 11. 11 to, to 1. 11 to 1, okay. And then on Sunday, Santa will be by himself. Oh. No, no photographer. Okay. Well, you do th- do you it's a real so? photographer, though, too, yeah. right? It's not not a pretend photographer a pretend, like some not yes. some of those other places. Is Santa charging this year? Santa never he charges. Would, he would charge you, but everybody else is free. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's for braces on his legs after I sit on. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> He's got insurance with the with all the elves and all that. All the workshop, you know that, that there's OSHA rules and stuff. He's got to have workman's comp, I imagine. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else, Trace? Anything coming in? Uh, we got the trees. Uh, oh, I did see the terracotta pots, the big ones that you were talking about. Talk about those again. They're gorgeous. They nice? okay, yeah, so they really are. Italian roll rim pot. So it's a big, heavy-duty clay pot with a beautiful rim on the top. And they are regular $204.99. All right. Guess it's almost we, 205 Yeah. Uh, guess what we got them on sale for? Let's see. I know they're, they're 75 Jeff you can't read the phone. Uh, no, is that? Let's see. So I can't do math. 51 and some change. There you go. Okay. Plus tax. What was that? 51. 50. Is that what you guessed? Uh, okay. That's pretty good because they really are pretty. And I even saw the ones that you had, the 288. Those look very nice, too. There's still some of those. And the, the But the, the pinkish orange ones. Are those on sale? They are. Okay, good. Yeah, those are those are good looking too. It kind of it's kind of an off white. I think that's kind of how you said yesterday. But yep. yeah, that's a good description of them. But they're it's a unique color, so it I is. imagine it would uh, it doesn't steal away from the beauty of the plant that you put in it. Compliments. It compliments. Nice job. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for complimenting. Can you? Uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> boo. Is that yeah. it just to me that is so strange to have Milton describing the uh, how the plant complements the uh, container. Uh, the, I guess it's a, it's just a new new Milton. It is. <laughs> All right, let's see. So we have that. We have lots of cyclamen. Only took him a year to live up to his uh, New Year's resolution from last year. What was that? I don't buy more than one plant at a time. No, to complement things. Oh, okay, that's right. Use the word complement. <laughs> in a sentence, just to <laughs> impress people. The, the I was wondering, the little ones are on sale for a quarter piece, twenty-five did, cents a did, piece. We're talking pumpkins now. 
Huh? We're talking pumpkins? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. No, we were talking about the, the pots. But the what? Would, the pots, the terracotta pots. I that probably, are, probably ought to put my earphones on. You might want to. That <laughs> would help you here a little bit. So uh, we have pumpkins on sale, do we? So we have pumpkins for a dollar. Uh, and a lot of people are buying them to feed the deer. Oh, All right. Yeah. And then we put the little baby pumpkins, which I think are really gourds, okay. uh, for a quarter. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's as what well I'm... as what's left of the gourds, gourds, and Indian corn, all a quarter. Good, de- <laughs> oh, good, the, okay. good decoration. Yeah. Thanksgiving's well, coming. Actually, yeah, the uh, both of them would make nice fall Thanksgiving-ish yeah, decorations. My, my so. wife's going to come up and buy some for her centerpiece for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. nice. She yeah. better hurry. Yeah, she better hurry. <laughs> no, there's a lot of those. Left. I saw somebody. Big who, ones, no. Little ones, there's still quite a few. Did you say ear, uh, Indian call, corn? Yeah. The stalks, right? No. Oh, the corn? There's Indian corn. Oh. And we do have the, corn the, stalks. They're, they're different colors. Okay. Colonels. Oh. So we do have stalks as well, and they've been reduced to $5 bundle. Yeah, we we used to grow that Indian corn in Tennessee and, and shellac it for Thanksgiving. Oh, huh. And that made it last longer. Did you do it one kernel at a time? No. <laughs> we just painted it on there. So And they shine, they shine when you do that. So it still sounds like you spent too much time. How about it dipping it in shellac? That would have been... No, I'd have spilt the shellac uh. <laughs> all over the floor. Then I'd have got a whooping. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's pretty corn. And uh, it's just about as productive as uh, as regular corn is. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun to grow that. I didn't realize you had that. Uh, you know why they call it Indian corn? I do not. The Indians used to grow it. Oh. Okay, then. Oh, you, did, <laughs> another butterfly alert. Did, did Calvin, they, what is that? Did they eat it before it was dry? <laughs> oh, well, a okay. I doubt if they did. Because then why, they, then why would they grow it? They'd grind it, grind oh, okay. it into so, meal to make right. uh, tortillas. <laughs> do, do Indians eat tortillas? Or, as some people call them, tortillas. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, the Indians call them tortillas. Is that right? That's, uh, that's Indian for tortillas. I didn't know that. You, you, <laughs> I think he's been talking to that cigar, I the think wood the, cigar uh, Indian. Indian. Yeah. yeah, I think so, too. Hey, I want to ask, did you, did you save my swinging girl? For next year? Of course. Okay. Did you find her foot? You know, one of her feet fell off. Uh, no, I didn't I, see that. I, I did not, and I leave it to you to, to figure <laughs> out where it went. Oh, yeah, I watched her every day. It kind of creeped me out, really. But he couldn't take his eyes off her. <laughs> All right. right. Let's see. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. All right, what are some of the things that uh, you know that people should be doing right now? First uh, first week of November. Compost on their grass. Okay. Would be a great time for that. Uh, yeah, were you all talking about compost or mulch yesterday? Where you said, you know, just about a half inch thick. Yeah, yeah. Was that on the lawns? Uh, well, no, that was, that uh, was, that uh, was uh, over, uh, yeah, wildflowers. Oh, okay, over the seeds. That's right. That's right. So Which we, we didn't. Did, Agree with. We are now in the perfect weather pattern for fungus on St. Augustine. So oh. Warm days, cool nights, excess moisture. I don't think I've got any of that on my Excess moisture? Does it get on brown ground? Yeah. Uh, we gotta, you got to paint it first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't dip it. <laughs> well, I was just. I was, you should uh, shellac your grass. There you go. That would help it. One blade at a time. Uh huh. I was just doing a. Uh, 
got a, qu a question like that for one of the Q&As I do, and uh, I, was qu I was questioning the, a lot of folks are bringing up, well, this looks like fungus, and even when it's in the middle of the, the sunniest part of the lawn, they're thinking it's it's uh, fungus, but I just don't think because their spots are brown. Yeah, I got a I got a brown spot in my yard, but you have to see it, get in a helicopter to see it. Oh. No, because the whole yard is brown. yeah, the whole yard is brown. Yes. But okay. the uh, you know, and the if he's the, not going to let that go. The is hottest, <laughs> hottest, sunniest part of the lawn, if that is uh, brown, I would guess it's water. It's more more likely to than any other it could be water i guess in the worst drought in oh. history yeah and with, with us only having <laughs> four or five inches now i went to uh -oh. a different weather place this morning again and i'm getting the same thing i saw yesterday liars weather i went to accuweather uh -oh, let's okay. see what accuweather says again because this is the one that gave me the really optimistic sinisa blooming forecast uh, okay, i got to figure out how to do this. Okay, let's go to daily. I'm clicking on that. Nothing better for radio than someone describing what they're doing on the uh, Internet. computer. <laughs> okay, well, maybe, okay, come on, come on. Okay, hey, it dawned on me. Uh-oh, here we go. I had a dawning. A 55% chance of rain tomorrow, according oh, to AccuWeather. Quit it. Uh-huh. 55%. Morning thunderstorm. I'm telling you, that's what they say. Nobody, nobody recommends that it's either it's even numbers well, i'm not sure it's a recommendation yeah they're they're just saying they're it's guesstimating gonna, a morning thunderstorm otherwise variable cloudy <laughs> variably variably cloudy warm and humid in the temperature approaching the record 88 set in 1988 y'all remember that oh yeah sounds like shorts weather yeah it does sound like shorts <laughs> weather so let's see they say uh well wait a minute now Probability of precipitation, they say 25%. Uh-huh. And What happened to the 55? I don't understand this. <laughs> Unless this is today. Is this today? No, it's Monday. Uh, and uh, chance, probability of thunderstorms? Ooh. 1%. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm kidding. It better not say that. It does. Where are they located? I'm, I'm going to go up there and beat the hell out of all of them. <laughs> Now, come on, AccuWeather's accurate. Uh -huh. Oh, really? It's a, it's somewhere, a, somewhere in the country. It's in the name, yes. It's, there's a 1% chance, chance of rain Tuesday says morning shower and some sun. It says, again, 55% chance of maybe I'm reading it wrong or precipitation. <laughs> but then when you go to the forecast, it's probably not going to say 55%. It's probably not. It says... Maybe uh, 54. Uh, no, it does say probability of precipitation 55 probability of thunderstorms on tuesday 11 percent all right hours of rain one half hour <laughs> it doesn't say how much rain does it uh two tenths well i don't think it could predict that one they, they don't even know where they, the storm is going to be or they if tried it's be. uh they're predicting uh I'm when sure glad Jerry's not our weatherman. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> he, negative. You just depress everybody. <laughs> I know. So point oh three, that's good, right? Oh yeah. That's okay. Point oh three. I can spit more than that. <laughs> no, not point three, uh, but point oh three. Yes, three, point oh three. Uh, if I learned right in school, that's three hundredths, right? That's uh, three one hundredths of an inch. Is that right? I yes. guess. Yes. One uh, one th point three is. 
Uh, no. Tenths, three tenths. Point, point three is. Or you can. Three, yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll talk to David after that. 210-308-8867. Thank you, David. Hang on a sec. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Going to get to David in just a second, but I want to tell you about tree hugger sprinklers. You want to keep that tree looking good, healthy, keep that root ball watered. A tree hugger sprinkler is your friend. Uh, it's got three different sizes. It's, it's hard plastic, so it's built to, to, to last. It's got a hinge on it, so it opens up, and then it wraps uh, or... Exactly. Thank you. You can hear it. Okay, I'm going to open it up now. Uh, okay. And you close it around the tree. Uh, Very good. Wow. This is deeper. Okay, I noticed that, yeah. And it hugs the tree. You turn it on just a little bit, so it comes uh, and sprinkles just right there very efficiently at that root ball. And you can turn it up more to go wider outside of the root ball as well. And uh, go. Yeah. Uh, and so anyway, you'll find them here at Mill Burgers. They're still here. Uh, and uh, they, uh, you find them at HEB, too. I saw. I checked them out there at HEB as well. So come on by. That's your best bet, by the way, on price is to get them locally. Uh, yeah. Three different sizes, 7-inch, 11-inch, and 15-inch. And uh, check them out. It's the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Best New Products. You can learn more at treehuggersprinkler.com. You can see them in action at plantanswers.com, too. Did you say uh, keep your balls wet? Is that what right, you said? All right, 210-308-8867. I said we got to talk to David real quick. Oh, okay. 210-308-8867. Hi there, David. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I got a question about my uh, oak tree. Okay. Now, um, I, I know better. I know better. I've been listening for a while. Uh-oh. But what happened, I got I got married 30 years ago, and uh, I kind of <laughs> like to do a little celebration. I planted an oak tree, uh-huh. you know, too close to uh, the house in the corner of this a detached garage I have. So yeah. it's kind of a, it's about, the, the, you know, it's a trunk now. It's a big, you know, trunk. Been in it 30 years, you know? Yeah. And it's about uh, five feet away from the corner of the of the slab for the garage and you know the the roots are you know they're, they're not coming up or anything it's a beautiful tree and you know it's just getting bigger and i see those roots running all over the place <laughs> uh, you know i i kind of read somewhere that somebody could trench along the, the like the like you know the side of the foundation and they could put like a two foot or three foot down a um like a poly yeah plywood uh, you know some, to, to some, keep some roots from barrier a barrier Root a barrier. barrier, yeah, yeah. You ever heard of that, or you know anything about that? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, are you still married? Oh yeah, yeah. That's okay. Right. That's exactly I, right. I was going to offer another option there. Something that happened to the marriage. <laughs> it's, it's been well, thirty no, years. Let's no, keep them married. <laughs> that's that's the wife's tree, and she wants it. She's like, oh, yeah. I don't want to get rid of it. I said, well, it may happen, you know. But okay. How why, big is it why, after thirty why years? Why are you? I mean, what are you trying to protect the building from? Usually, the, usually the it's the upper part. Well, I'm sorry, you're you're, break, you're breaking up a lot. So go ahead. Would you, would you repeat one more time, please? Can't he wanted to know what you were trying to protect. How you were trying to protect the building? Yeah, the root, roots are generally not a threat to a garage, mm-hmm. especially from a an oak tree, where the but the uh, the top the top might be the branches, and so you know five 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 foot away might be fine. I, I, the general recommendation is that you do, you have a, a certified 
arborists about every five years take a look at that and assess yeah. assess what, what if it's a threat to the house. Did you say it was was it a is it a red oak or a live oak? No, it's a live oak. It's a hybrid live oak. Okay, good. Yeah, that that's even uh, <laughs> they're they're uh, even less of a a threat. Uh, yeah, my my red oak periodically drops a limb. Yeah. Sometimes. That's well, and, and I think red, red oaks, to, uh, to, based on the response I'm getting to the column, uh, a lot of red oaks have taken some heat, uh, some yeah. uh, from problem in this heat that we've had in the yep. dry weather with the branches breaking and all. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think you'll have less of a problem with that root system than the, than the top. Did, did something happen that made you think that it was an issue? It's just getting bigger. I mean, the, the trunks. I mean, it's a big, <laughs> oh. it's a big trunk now, and um, you know, and uh, I have another one I planted probably about you know two or three years before that one, and the roots have come up, and where the sidewalk is, the sidewalk's leaning. You know, the sidewalk's starting to lean, and that's probably yeah. about six feet away. So I'm gonna have to um, break up that sidewalk and and pour a new one so it's nice and level. It's yeah. got a good little little angle to it. It's been coming up little by little. Okay. Well. So so anyway, I've I've trimmed it. it it's off the roof. It looks good. It, it's not you know hitting the house, but that's not the problem. It gives good shade to the house too. But oh, it's just good. the roots on the ground. I hate for it to come up and and break you know break that that garage slab or something or house yeah. slab. Yeah. I, I don't think you have to worry about that. No, I don't. It doesn't sound like the only reason roots go under a slab, and we just tell people this all the time. Is there water under there? They just oh. they they just don't randomly say. I think I'll go under this slab of rock. It's got a bunch of dry soil under there. And boy, if you want to see uh, a series of trees close to houses, uh, I'm, I'm sure there are neighborhoods all over San Antonio yeah. that way. But the medical center area is. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh yeah, in our neighborhood there. In my in my they're, my they're, house, they're touching the uh, my buildings. House, I've got that uh, the the uh, it's a live oak, and uh, they had to cut a part of the root off to pour the foundation. Uh-huh. Mm. And that tree lived and doing well. Okay. Yeah, live oaks are so are so versatile. Yeah, they take they can take it. Okay, but yeah, but uh, it's good it's good that you're aware of it, yeah. and. Uh, Put it on your list uh, n- next time you get a uh, arborist. Have them yeah. look at it and assess it. Yeah, tell your wife you're going to keep it as long <laughs> as the marriage lasts. But if she if she decides to get go away, so is the tree. Uh, I'm okay. Not, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, you notice you notice that none of us, uh, other than Jerry, are saying anything. <laughs> yeah, tell him Milton said that. No, no, uh, no, no, I don't want any part of that. Thank you, David. When's your anniversary? Well, look, well, let me, oh, thank you. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask my second question real quick. So I okay. have some flower beds that I haven't done anything, and I want to put some annual flower colors in. And I've always done. I did my winter rye. That's coming up great right now. The perennial winter rye looks good. And what I've got is uh, some big flower beds i cleaned out i want to get some a little bit of new soil a little bit of mulch and i want to put some i get some pansies in there i like the color but there's majestic pansies and there's regular pansies and can you tell me really what the difference is between the different types you have 
I don't know. You, you come to here to Millburgers, there's about five different yeah. t- kinds, and you t- you pick the one that you like the best. The Majestics usually have little faces on them. Yeah. And uh, and they have no fragrance, but they the, the they sell pansies or uh, sometimes they sell uh, violas with no faces, and uh, they uh, sometimes mm. have a little fragrance to yeah. them. But they're. Well, yeah, I go there. I'll just go take a look at what you got, and I think I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of choices. Good. You know what color you're going to buy? Whatever uh, your well, wife tells you. Yellow, yellow, purple, they all look good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to get my old mama yellow. Oh. Old yellow. All right. Sounds all good, right. David. Thank you, David. Hope we helped. Thank you. Thank all you. All right. 210 308 8867. 210-308-8867 and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. I hope his marriage and the tree make it or live. Yeah, we should have him call every anniversary. <laughs> Give us a report on both. All right, 210-308-8867. Hey, listen, if you're looking for Monarchs, we are Monarch Central here at Millburgers. Have you seen any more? Or oh, Queens? gosh, yeah. Queens, okay. too. Oh, yeah, Queens. Especially in the butterfly garden. Yeah, I bet you there's over a hundred in that. Uh, Queens. Yeah, when they, yeah. when they flew off that. Uh, and you didn't Greg's take a picture. Plan. I couldn't. They were all. They were attacking me. They were attacking they? you. <laughs> That's an embarrassing way to go. Well, really, though. I don't want to be at the. <laughs> Look at the, P- the customers over there. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, most of them, the, that uh, Greg's plant. That's dangerous to go in there with a container of yeah, plants. Yeah, the plant. Uh, <laughs> you will get the yeah. butterflies. will take it away from you. But most of that mist flower is on the outside of the fence, and that's where the butterflies are, too. Oh, okay. There's some mist flowers on the inside. But if you get attacked and killed by butterflies, oh, yeah. I don't want to be at that funeral. How did he go? Uh, he was butterflied. He was butterflied to death. <laughs> Another th- we may make up something more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mary, Mary has really been con- conscientious in terms of uh, filling that with plants and having uh, favorite nectar sources all times oh, during the yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. So she gets that that blue curl, and all those uh, yeah. all the uh, plants that we talk about, porterweed. She said she'd been watering and taking care of it, especially during this dry and heat weather. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's. So uh, we didn't get to talk to Trace about it because we kind of got off the subject. But the. Um, um, Compost, he said, is something we ought to be doing now. I imagine that's on the lawn, right? Yeah. And then... Well, yeah. Okay. And how much should we do? Well, I'm... That's a, <laughs> a question of whether... It, it, if your grass is alive... Yeah. And just, you know, alive and maybe it's going to stop growing. So you can't judge the judge it by the growth I'm, rate. I'm still an advocate of the the spring, early spring. Yeah. But, you know, what I always say is, when does nature do it? There you go, Milton. Good for you. I don't say that. Malcolm kept saying uh, that. <laughs> yeah, Malcolm said that because uh, I asked him that very same question. And he says, when nature does it, Which would when do the leaves fall? Well, except the, fall. the falls don't, yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't decompose then, but... I guess they do uh, within three, four or five weeks. Oh yeah, I can get I can borrow the spreader here for twenty four hours to spread 
compost? Yeah. I don't know how thick is compost. No, you're not going to spread compost with a spreader. Oh, what do you spread you're it spread with? Spread fertilizer. Shovel. Oh, okay. Just kind of. Well, that I'm, I'm going to put too much on. <laughs> you know how lazy I am. Well, I'm just going to plop it down in the yard and there you go. be done. And and you rake it out until you can see the blades of grass. Okay. The blades of grass will be sticking up through the compost if you got it on right. All right. If you got it covered, you can't see the blades of grass. It's too thick. What about like on uh, like our Vitex or our roses and put it around that too? Yeah, you can do okay. that. But uh, like I said, I think there's companies that do that, or at least used to do that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't do any good to compost or put I, some or I on think, dead grass. I think Spider-Man does it, too. Does it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think they, they've got a Warren, blower. You'll have, you'll have to text us. Oh, yeah, remember? That was right. That we, blows it out. Yeah. <laughs> you better wear a mask when you're oh, doing they, okay. they used to have big... The big trucks with the blower. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. And they would carry, carry it out there. We should have gotten a picture of Milton doing that. So no, little Calvin. Little stage of Milton. Calvin picture. found me taking, me doing things in the garden around him <laughs> and taking pictures <laughs> with his garden. Uh, he, that, that ended uh, one time we, we were able to do it. Yeah. He was in so much shock and that therapy just lasted. I'm still worried about getting <laughs> electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> he won't even walk in the front yard anymore. Yeah. All right, let's take another quick break while we got a second. Call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. She hates my daddy, too. She loves to tell me she hates the things I do. She loves to lie. Beside me almost every night Well, she's no lady, she's my wife And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. So I'm on the Spider-Man Pest Control website, and that's GoSpiderManPest.com. And they uh, have pest and termite services, lawn fertilization, wildlife management, the into-care the into care trap mosquito trapping system and i think those services are not like they could be but i'm not sure i think that means they treat for them not that they have services for the termites after they've killed them or the for other bugs so oh well it's I, not a religious thing oh i thought it was the same same as they Ger- should, jerry supporting the uh <laughs> those bugs Oh, like. oh yes, the cockroaches. Cockroaches, yes. yeah. But I, I'm sure if they, if you, if you have roaches in your house and you call Spider Man and they, they are killed, which he's prone to do. <laughs> if, if, if you want services, they may be able to find you something. There Maybe you Jerry will come to the house. Can you perform <laughs> services? Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, if it's bugging you, from uh, oh gosh, from ants to the zebra, what was the other one? Oh. Oh, I forgot zebra about that. butterfly or? No, it was zebra something else. I forgot, Warren. You told me. I'll go look it up again. But yeah, from <laughs> oh, A, to, A oh, to Z, yeah. uh, Spider-Man can help you get rid of him. He's been doing this since 1976. It's a great company here in San Antonio. Home-owned, uh, locally run, locally uh, owned. And a, if you go to GoSpiderManPest.com, the website, GoSpiderManPest.com, you'll see some great Google reviews of people that have used him for years. Yeah. Um, or you can give him a call. The number two call. Are you ready? I'm ready. 
656-3721. And Our, tell him you want the good stuff. He's going to work with he'll you. Know, to get, he'll know what you mean. Kind of whisper it. I want just. I want stuff. what Jerry has. <laughs> we don't have the. We don't have the the uh, the heart to tell Jerry that Warren uses organic and synthetic. Uh, sh- pay attention to something else, <laughs> uh, and uh, we'll work with you on on finding the best solution for you. Thank goodness you still got the good ones. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero. Who wants to kill a roach for something? Eighty eight sixty seven. That's not natural. Well, the neighbors are complaining that your house is glowing, Jerry. <laughs> But my, we can't sleep at night. My dogs and cats never they, have to be defleed. Just from the, the. Uh, we haven't had a tick in the yard <laughs> in forty years. <laughs> okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else is going on, gentlemen? Uh, we mentioned the compost. Anything else people should be doing first of November? Well, the uh, the vegetables are are prospering. Look at that beautiful broccoli they got. Yeah. Out there. The, um, and uh, the greens, uh, at Swiss chard, uh, kale can be harvested now. Uh, uh, we're getting uh, sp- spinach. If you got enough plants, you can uh, harvest oh, yeah. uh, spinach t- too. Uh, just uh, not a, the plants aren't as big and productive as, as some of the other greens, but they're they they really responded to this this yeah. weather. They're edible too. Yeah. Spinach. <laughs> Well, <laughs> not like kale. Don't be mixing, mixing that kale in there. Now, I'm a little a little curious about the uh, tomatoes. Uh, my, mine have kind of taken it on the chin from the That's mites. The, oh, uh, my goodness. You know, I had a, I had some really nice har- harvest. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then I... And uh, the only thing now that's producing a little bit is... Uh, Ruby Crush. Uh, yeah, Ruby Crush, and then uh-huh. the others are have got a, a, a few green tomatoes on them, but they yeah they aren't looking great. Yeah, the uh, the deal on the the mites didn't run their life cycle this year. You know, usually we plant them, plant the tomatoes in Mar in August. I mean July, July, and uh, used to plant them in August, but uh, plant them in in July in August. In July, and they grow for a little while, but they're mite-free. But if it if it stays like it's been in the high 90s and hundreds, those mites doubling, they double their population every three days. Yeah. So they've, <laughs> I think they've taken advantage of the heat, especially in your garden, because we usually, we we can you can have mites in the fall. But they never get to the point that they kill the plants. But this year, maybe they have. Yeah, or, or at very, at very least, the plants are not Thrive, productive. Right, yeah, yeah, not not growing. Yeah, so you, you, it becomes a decision of uh, or deciding whether you it's worth it to continue to support the yeah support the plants. Unless you've got tomatoes as big as a tennis ball. You might well pull those plants up, yeah. regardless of the little. I don't know what you know, people say. It's and it's it's so strange in my garden because I've got those uh, spaced out uh, uh, plastic containers, those large containers, yeah. half whiskey barrel size, and uh, 
and the peppers the peppers are in the same area where the tomatoes are, and the peppers are going strong. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and the <laughs> tomatoes are, do, are not doing much at all, but the peppers are loaded yeah. with yeah. Uh, fruit. They they tend to do that, <laughs> but uh, on the tomatoes, anything that's not productive, like I said, bigger than a tennis ball, fruit, and that's going to be marginal. Uh, I'd I'd go ahead and take those out when you <laughs> when you pull them up. Look at the roots, make sure there's no knots on the roots. The root should be, uh, be uh, uh, white, white and uh, slick. Uh, not slick, but uh, you know, even. No knots on it. Uh, so you thinking? Uh, you think it's a mites and nematodes? Yeah. Do what? <laughs> what did you say? Oh, uh, why, uh, what are we looking for? Nematodes yeah, in those yeah, roots too? When you pull them up. Huh. Rather than. I mean, it's uh, to me. It looks pretty obviously that it's uh, spider mites. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you need to check for nematodes yeah. every time because if you have nematodes, especially in those containers, you get you dump the mix out of there and get you some more mix. Yeah. And get rid of the nematodes. You nothing you can spray with or nothing you can do to get them out of that container. And that was uh, that was what I uh, when I was reacting to. Uh, one of the questions, uh, Q and A questions, was that you know what, what the, they always ask the question, what can I do with yeah. the, with the mites? <laughs> nothing, yeah. nothing to do really at this point. And, I, and we brought up brought up that same issue that normally, you know, normally, if the weather was like it is now for yeah. the last two months, then we would have been. <laughs> As predicted, but that stabilized. Yeah, that yeah. population would have stabilized. But, but the uh, the spinach, carrots, oh, yeah. radishes, uh, beets, and uh, oh, uh, Jerry, Jerry's favorite broccoli. Oh yeah, the broccoli's doing wonderful. <laughs> all, all the all the uh, the greens are. Yeah, I was thinking of the rutabagas. Uh, I knew you would. Oh well, yeah. yeah, the rutabagas doing well too. We hope they're going to do well, don't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he never Maybe brings it, us a rutabaga. Yeah, well, he did bring us one, I think. One time. Well, didn't you throw it out your window at the sign there or mailbox? No, I'm trying to think. Did we, <laughs> I think did we boil did. it? I think you did try to cook it, yeah. And yeah. It. I'm not sure how it turned out. It, but. Took, it took a while to get your chainsaw started, though, right? <laughs> it's not that it bad. Stop it. <laughs> I tried. Didn't you know they, that's what they do in England? Cut them up with a chainsaw? Uh, if they have somebody in there in prison... Uh-huh. That, that, that uh, in there because of the chainsaw massacre, uh-huh. they put him to cutting up uh, rutabagas. Uh huh. Yeah, I've, movie, ne- I've never heard that before. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And our uh, <laughs> thank you, Calvin. The lettuce. I uh, want to check see if other gardeners if the the lettuce is uh, coming up. No, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I've got I've got lettuce Crawford, lettuce. Up, Crawford lettuce coming up. <laughs> so I suspect it's coming up at other gardens too. Yeah, they uh, on that broccoli. They they've got real nice big plants over here, tall plants. You can plant those as deep as you want to. And uh, if you're yeah, if you've never grown broccoli before, or even if you have and you've never seen broccoli 
with no holes in the leaves. Uh, people think that's a new variety. Is that right? So you want to come over here and see the broccoli uh, that we got over here. Got the rec- right varieties and everything. But there's no holes in the leaves. They're not uh, aerated or mm. so whatever. I think you're you're alone on that one. That's right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But, so, you know, people like to see good stuff. Yeah, we have good stuff. But just in case anybody is interested, Jerry's talking about the inclination of the uh, <laughs> uh, cabbage loopers to get on um, broccoli, cabbage, yeah. uh, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. Uh, and this, this is uh, a this year, is, too, where they're really... Really common. Yeah, this is the time. Uh, we took some uh, bar, uh, cabbage, I think it was, cabbage down south. And within two weeks, of cabbage loopers had uh, mm. destroyed them. Destroyed them? Destroyed them. Uh, you know what else is, which is uh, strange and unexpected, uh, our uh, cucumber beetles are everywhere. <laughs> and uh, I don't think I've ever seen... I don't know that the cucumber beetles are doing mo- the most damage, but they are on those, on the those same plants. Uh, and the other thing they're on is uh, stocks, <laughs> and uh, uh, let's see some some of the vegetables, other vegetables. They, oh, beets, and uh, says, so it's a it's a combination of uh, yeah. of, of uh, different uh, pests that are. Or getting after them. Yeah, I I usually on those cucumber beetles, I just go out there with a fly swatter when they're on the on the beach and just beat them to death. Two one zero three zero eight eight. Give it, beat them to no, death. No, no, I understood. <laughs> you were hoping uh, we'd go on by. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Two one zero three zero eight. Eighty-eight sixty-seven. Yeah, uh, yeah. The cabbage, that cabbage looper. You know, people in the home garden, you know, get concerned that they're eating holes in the leaves. But if you're a commercial cabbage producer, we're talking about the, they grow thousands of acres here. Have at one time. Uh, you can't have one leaf in there that has cabbage have a hole hole in it. And so they usually stay after those uh, uh, cat loopers to keep them off of there from, from eating one hole in the leaf. And they used to have to use uh, really toxic chemicals to kill, kill those uh, butterflies, those uh, loopers. But then uh, the bacillus came out, the safe one. And... Uh, so now and that's it's, what they and use. It's, it's effective too. Oh yeah, it's big time effective. If now, you, if you're if a home you, gardener, you don't don't want to leave it in your sprayer. Yeah, yeah. Um, makes it a little more di- difficult, or, or or maybe you can leave it. Maybe maybe you do if you do it every week or every two weeks, you can leave it one time. But uh, yeah, it has a tendency to get solid. Yeah. I tell them, I tell people that's really got a bad population of them uh, every four to five days. Yeah, a couple times. Because uh, 
the sun uh, degrades it, so uh, it can lose its uh, efficiency. Another thing you can watch for are those white white winged butterflies. Those little butterflies are white wing, and a spot on their on their wing. When you see those around, you need to whisper to them, or uh, make sure you got your BT, Bacillus on the plants because they're laying eggs. You see a white one, they're laying eggs. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty. Uh huh. I do too. That's that's something that's telling us that we need to. Uh, wrap up this hour and uh, get you caught up with the news and then come right back after this at 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, you call us and uh, tell us what's going on in your gardening world. And we'll be back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, 210-308-8867. As we broadcast live from Milberger's, 1604 on Boulevard Road, it's a nice, pretty, sunny day. Lots of folks out here. Uh, doing the shopping. I think the butterfly, uh, the milkweed, is getting a lot of attention over there. Uh, so, and so are the pumpkins. Oh, are they really? Yeah. yeah. We, we warned you. <laughs> uh, how many are left? Uh, 30-ish. Okay. All different sizes still. They're a dollar each, except the little babies are just 25 cents each. That's correct. All right. You could get one for each one of your guests at Thanksgiving. Yeah, people are getting both kinds. And you know they still got the stems on there. Yeah, the that's good, is so right? So happy about. <laughs> that's good because it lasts longer. Yep. So you can and you can ca- you can carry them with that. Stick. No, no, you can't. No, well, you, you can, but you're not supposed <laughs> to. <laughs> you don't want to. Uh, I, I don't think and beats them up if they do that. Calvin yeah. yells at them. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. All right. Trace, I was asking the guys uh, what we should be doing the first week of November. You mentioned the compost. We talked a little bit more about that. Uh, Calvin talked about some of the fall veggies and winter veggies. Uh, what else can you think of that we ought to be doing right now? Yank out those vinca. No. Yeah. Uh, little Vinny. <laughs> <sighs> Did you time. look? Have you looked? And you seen want, you no, want I to plant, to look. You want to plant your cool weather stuff before uh-huh. it gets silly cold. That way yeah. it can get established before that freeze. Well, and you, if you do your vinca, I'll go ahead and do my zinnias. No. Oh. <laughs> I, wasn't, I, I wasn't going to say zinnia, but I was thinking it. Okay. Uh, zinnias, uh, uh, those orange ones have been spectacular, but they're declining finally. Pull out the begonias. Get your cyclamen established before the first frost or your primrose. Now, the begonias are still looking good. Yeah, but they're going to melt the first freeze, and it would be awfully nice to have that cyclamen or primrose already oh. established in the ground. Will the begonias come back? I thought they came back. Some of them. Some of them do? No, I... Milton, when I, when that's I, like fishing with an empty hook. Oh. Uh, you're dreaming. Okay. When I pull them out, should I give them a warning, say something nice, tell um, them, look out over there, and then just yank them up like they're not paying attention, they don't know what's going to so, happen? So my answer is have the green... Trash can right uh, next to you. Right. They've been good to me all summer. Well, they, <laughs> they, they, can, they can be composted and be good to somebody else. Okay, later. there you go. I like that idea at least. Now, if, they, right. if they have, you see, see the seed pods on there. Yeah, then I got to. Just pull the plant up and 
lay it on the ground where you want want to come up next, next year. year. Okay, I got to look again. I'll I'll take a picture of it and show and, you. The and, the, and the gardeners that have uh, sunflower yeah. plots, yeah. yeah, that's what they're doing too. Is pulling the pulling them up and the laying them down. Sunflower plant. That's if you move your bed, that's what I do. Is tell, tell Vinny you're sorry. Move it a, you What's move that? Tell Vinny you're sorry. I will. I'll, I'll thank Vinny for all his hard work. <laughs> the uh, but Vinny, yeah, Vinny was one of the red ones I got here, and he is doing gangbusters. The orange ones are doing well, but not as well as Vinny. I like that orange though. I do too. I do too. And they proved a good game. <laughs> yes. You saw you saw what color shirt I was wearing. I think it was also Astros orange, wasn't it? Uh, uh, Astro Orange is, isn't that Whataburger Orange? It kind of is Whataburger yeah. Orange, yeah. Or, or Tennessee Orange. Oh. Uh, that was a good game, too. I didn't see that one. Uh, it was a good game. Okay. 210 308. The sixth inning was good. Let me rephrase that. Oh, of? Uh, the Astros game. Oh, okay. I thought you were back. You were at Tennessee. No. <laughs> no I thought you were watching that game. There's there's not too many sixth innings in uh, football. No, games. that's what I didn't quite understand. I was... Where are they? These, these guys uh, going all over, Jerry. I don't know. We're, we're going wild. Oh, Mary's back in the butterfly garden. She is working that. What is she putting down there now? Uh, I don't know. I wish she'd go out and help customers. Though. Okay. She loves that garden. Oh, there is a lot of butterflies out there in the butterfly garden. Yeah. Jerry was attacked. They attacked you. They attacked by the queens. <laughs> nearly killed him. I told Jerry at the funeral, we're going to have to make a better reason for why he passed than he, said, he was t- laid low by butterflies. <laughs> He said, Milton said, well, why didn't you take some pictures? I said, they're all over you. Uh, they're all around you. They they won't be still. And the James two men that are whispering Got a chili patine question. Oh, and radishes, too. Are we prepared to answer radish questions? Oh, yeah. sure. All right. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, James. James, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, now we oh, got yeah, you. Yeah, really loud. Okay, sorry about that. Um, That's okay. Yeah, glad my Astros won last night. I didn't want to watch another nail biter, but that was great. Um, hey, listen, my chili patine plant, which is in a container, it's I've been picking them every day, the redder ones. And what my intent is, I eat a few, but I'm mainly growing it. I like to dry them out and make a shake out of them. I really like go. that. Okay. And uh, but what, with this wind, little bit of winds we have. Like when I came out this morning, there's a couple of dozen berries, uh, peppers on the patio, and not all of them were be ready to pick to dry. They're kind of orange. Yeah. Um, I guess my question is, do they ripen after they are picked or fall off the plant, or is that how they're going to stay those particular? No, I think peppers? I think they they mainly dry up, but uh, okay. uh, in the fall. The ones that are falling off are probably mature, and you can, yeah. you know, have a viable seed in them. But uh, okay. I, I thought you was getting ready to say the birds <laughs> were getting them. But uh, well, they could, they could be. There's so many on this. Well, there's, there's been so many on this plant. It's starting to play out. I picked yeah. a lot of them, uh, and they're drying inside. Uh, okay, to- second. A lot of Go times ahead, I, bl- I blame the birds rather no. than the wind for <laughs> knocking the yeah. feathers off. Could be. Yeah. Now, what I noticed on the edge of the patio, on the eastern edge, a lot of them, and I think I did this with the leaf blower blowing off the patio, I blew some out into the yard. Oh, yeah. And I'm, hope- I'm hoping those will germinate, but I'm not sure. I'm- I was going to pick them up and add them to my little cup, picking them up, but I'm going to leave them, and maybe yeah. one will come up. I'm not sure. 
Yeah, if, um, they, can, if they can find their way into the soil. Uh, well, should I should I take my boot and just mash them kind of into, yeah, the, into the ground? Yeah, that'll okay. help. That's what I'll do. Maybe Okay, second question. I called y'all uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I had that uh, container-grown squash that was lime green, had green spots. I pulled all that up. Yeah. What I want to know is, since all that's gone, that's gone out in the trash, can I plant radishes in that same soil, or does that soil need to be replaced that had the, the squash had that virus on it? No. Uh, Radish, yeah, they're not, not the same virus yeah. will, will damage uh, uh, radishes. Radishes should okay. be fine. I don't, I don't know of any. I don't get. I don't think I know all. It doesn't get alternaria or gets on the tomatoes, but uh, I don't know of any virus or, or any uh, uh, fungus that get, right. uh, gets on, on radishes. radishes. Okay, my yeah, experience and they're so with fast. radishes. I don't think. My ex- yeah, my experience with radishes. Every time I grow them, I really like them from the store. Because they're mild, but every time I've grown radishes, they're they're hot and yeah. can be bitter, but hot. Yeah. And my wife won't eat them. Is there yeah, a there trick? Is there a trick to um to you, getting you, them not to be hot? Yeah. The radishes? yeah. First of all, you plant them later on when the weather's cool. Okay. And secondly, you harvest them at a smaller size. Right. Uh, they're. they're they're supposed to be, uh, if they're small, uh, smaller size, they're in uh, immature, so to speak, and uh, they won't be as hot. Also, uh, the rumor is is that uh, you know the red radishes, and then there's uh, multicolored radishes. But uh, the the red that people say the red radish is is hotter. I don't know if that's true or not, uh, but uh, I've always grown the red, and they've always turned out hot. Now that you say it, many many years ago, I think I grew like an icicle, like a white yeah, type. Yeah, yeah. But I I don't remember if it was hot or not. It's been so no, long ago. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I found a packet of seed cleaning out my wife cleaning out my office, so to speak. Uh-oh. Bless her heart. Getting rid of my stuff. <laughs> Um, I found that I found some old seed radishes. I mean, I think they're like five years old. Would they yeah. be viable? Yes. You think? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. So you say wait till it's cooler because it's warm out there today or out here. So well, when would I you mean, sow those seeds? It's cooler sure. than ninety. It's night close cooler than ninety. Soak that old so seed. Soak that seed in water overnight. Okay. And then plant them in the next morning. Okay, regardless if they float or not, will they float, or does that matter? Yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll float. So if they float, do I sow those as well? Well, nothing to lose, I guess. Nothing to lose. They're old seed. (laughs) Nothing to lose. Okay. Oh, the other thing, I planted my Crawford lettuce uh, about a week or so ago, right before we were going to get a rain. Yeah. I did get a rain, and uh, every time I planted Crawford lettuce, it's taken forever to come up. This stuff has come up so thick in this container, <laughs> I'm just amazed. Yeah. Uh, so when, when do I start? It's just real small. It's just come through the soil, um, yeah. little baby. leaves. When do I uh, start fertilizing it? Well, you you probably want to thin it and transplant it not, as soon as soon as you can. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to use tweezers right now if I want to thin it. They're so small. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. well, uh, but wait till they get the first true leaf. Okay. Leaves, and then uh, take out a handful of the uh, seedlings and uh, plant plant them after you do that. Uh, That's that's the way the transplants we have here at the nursery are grown by. Uh, you may wonder how in the world do they get a uh, get a plant in every pot? Every pot right. that they get it. That's because they grow a grow a seedling flat like you've done, and then they people uh, workers individual take those take a a, a bunch of those uh, out of that pot with roots and all. And then they carefully separate the individual plants and put them in. Oh my goodness! It's amazing amazing to watch. Yeah, that's that's why you have uh, that's why you have a plant in every container. Do that with blue bonnets and everything else. Okay. Well, there's there's probably I didn't know the seeds are so small. I just put shook them in there for my bag. (laughs) I saved these seeds from last year, and they came up so thick. I'm just gonna discard them. so how what? far apart? Don't, I don't be discarding no, them. I have. I just got too many. Plant, you no, photo. you can never have too many Crawford lettuces. Grow us some seeds. Plant them, plant them in the flower beds and anywhere you can punch a hole I, with your finger. I can't do that anymore. My dogs, they dig up everything. You, you need any dogs? Dogs. My dogs, they they dig up everything. That's why one of the reasons I've gone to container gardening. These dogs I've got are just something else. What kind of dogs are they? Uh, I got two. I got a lab and a border collie. And oh, those those are good choices. Yeah, I, I like I'm my border go- collie. I'm in Gopher Country, and they just they just go to town. And um, <laughs> those border collies should be herding those gophers. Yeah, there you go. You should have yeah, like a big should. flock of gophers coming at your doorstep. Well, yeah, she would. So you she you would. don't do you you don't have a fence to garden, or because the dogs I guess can get in that too when you go no, in. No, my garden when I had a garden in the ground it was not fenced, and uh, it was a constant battle with those dogs. Yeah. Plus, no. uh, you know, my back I just I just can't rototill and shovel as much as I used to, so I've I've switched over to container gardening. Really. That, okay. is, that is unusual. What what has happened to oh, you? Guys? Stop it. Have you have oh, you got, oh, have you had a disease? Old age or, is creeping yeah. up on me. And, Don't and pick on James. Oh man. Oh Jerry. I hope that Jerry, never happened. Hope Jerry that. thinks he's smart today because he got his camera out. <laughs> yeah. First time in weeks. He nearly had a. He, he was nearly, walking around the nursery. <laughs> he was nearly attacked by butterflies. He was frightened. <laughs> yeah. Sad, sad thing was Mary had to help me. We'll, yeah. Help we'll, me pick we'll, up my stuff. We'll probably get a call from me. <laughs> Late next weekend, saying he's still recovering from his. <laughs> thank you, James. Yeah. All right, Hi, thank James. you. You take care. David is on the line at 210 308 8867. Hi there, David. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Well, not too bad. Um, you know, I was uh, listening with interest. You were talking about those radishes there. And was it the bigger they get, the more bitter they get? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I was up in Kansas once, and I saw a guy digging one out of his garden. Oh, yeah. I smelled that thing from maybe 40 <laughs> feet away, and uh, and it was huge. He was he was trying to stay upwind of it, but he was being knocked back. 
and uh, <laughs> they're amazing. Yeah, well, um, I, I was wondering, you know, with the um, you, you're familiar with bunch grasses, right? Uh, well, you're talking about ornamental grasses well, uh, that people I, plant in their gardens. Uh, I was reading a book about the old cattlemen of the 1800s in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, the original native grasses are bunch grasses. They're yeah. not like uh, they're not like uh, something you could lay down like sod. They're they're bunches. You know? Yeah, and, right. Yeah, yeah. And so the gophers loved it because they could go in between <laughs> them. But there and you that go. and the tunnels that the gophers did would be like a sewer system to feed the roots. And okay. so it was uh, a, a very environmentally, you know, I mean, it was an ecosystem. And so the cattlemen came in there, and these things were 10 and 15-foot tall bunch roots that had been there for centuries. And the Texas cattlemen just ate it down to the nub and then killed them off. And so basically Texas doesn't have very much bunch grass anymore where it would keep the whole place cool and calm. Uh, you know, the heavy storms would be sopped up by those little sewer systems. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I'm just wondering, is there a way that you could get a whole county to reestablish uh, bunch grasses? Especially as it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. The sooner you get those in, the more you get some cooling down. Yeah. Well, have you? Uh, you've. Uh, I'm sure you've uh, told this story to uh, other gardeners. Have you uh, mobilized a, a whole group of them? I'll, I'll bet you well, haven't. He, he, I've I've called on this issue maybe four or five times. There's, you, you know, LBJ when he was uh, president, they, there was a biographer, him Robert Cato, and Cato has done. I don't know, five or six books about LBJ. And the very first one opens up about Texas and, and the riches of Texas tied to the cattlemen, but how they basically killed it within 20 years. Those cattlemen, just, or I mean those cattle just ate it down to the nub. It was, it was shorter than you'd imagine. And, um, and so the idea that you're getting European grasses in where the bunch grasses were the ecosystem. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they should have let the stuff go fallow for a few years to let it catch up. But mm. they, they took it down. You go to Utah, same thing. Uh, they had bunch grasses out there. And what you see is desert in Utah. It used to be 10-foot grasses. And uh, I, I was reading a book, in fact, about uh, the outlaws of uh, Utah. And it talks about how much money they were getting from the cattlemen. They were rustling cattle, and they just run them up into the tall weeds, and they couldn't track them down. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the idea that uh, it's all gone now because they ate it all down to the nub. So it's like the ecosystem has to, if we're in a 1,200-year drought, uh, you know, we need to uh, spend some time uh, uh, putting these bunch grasses back in Otherwise, it's going to be desert forever. Yeah. Uh, David, I need to run to a break. Uh, I'm not sure. I Thanks think, for calling. Yeah, I think sure. you've said it all. All right, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, come back in a moment. Marcella will talk to you right after this on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer.
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Let's go right to the phone lines at 210-308-8867. Marcella, thank you for waiting. How can we help you? Oh, a mystery plant. All right. Oh, oh. yes. It is so odd looking and I didn't sow it or transplant it. It came up in a raised bed and it definitely looks like a vining plant, you know, originally, and I assumed it was probably a stray cucumber or squash. But what has come up is the oddest thing I have ever found, uh, like, I don't know, a Frankenstein hybrid. <laughs> is, it, is it a vine? Yes. Oh. I took pictures, and I just cut it open. And, oh, can, uh, can, can you email me the pictures? Yes, that's when you get your email. Oh, Milton, M-I-L-T-O-N, at K-L-U-P dot com. Milton. Yeah, describe okay. it, though, and then these guys can confirm it. Okay, K-L-U-P. we got a mystery plant, Calvin. Hmm? We have a mystery plant. Oh. Yes, and you will know, unless I uh, something came up that we just created... A hybrid Frankenstein. Oh, <laughs> it smells really good, and the skin is beautiful. And they are these really sharp spikes. I've and I've yeah. gone on to try to figure That's it out. A, well, I'll send those pictures right away. All right. Do y'all have any other idea? Any ideas? Yeah. There's a. The fruit is spiked, right? Yes. I mean, sharp and all over. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've heard. I've seen that plant before. Really. Uh, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> Maybe it was mixed in. Did you have cucumbers planted in that area, or cantaloupes? Um, in an in a raised bed that was next to it, like maybe three feet away. I had yeah. Uh-huh. Two beds. Okay, and it didn't it it didn't uh, send vines over into that other other garden area. No. This plant that you planted. Okay. <laughs> Uh, All right, I'll, I'll send those pics. Yeah, it's got a con- once you yeah, we found or remember the name, uh, uh, like it it it'll tell you it, it'll uh, describe the plant uh, perfectly. The fruit we're probably gonna plant the fruit uh, fruit. I think it, it it's not like porcupine plant or something like that. It, it's very. Descript, descriptive of well, you the, want to, you uh, want to describe the porcupine plant to uh, Marcella. And I mean, the fruit is has spines on it, like she's talking about. All right, it's a vine. Yes. Yeah, like a cucumber. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh. How big is the How big is the fruit? Uh, four to five inches, and the back the skin is really pretty. The background is like a dark green, and yeah. then it's irrigated, almost striped with. Uh, Yellowish white. Yeah, Kathy. Uh, sorry, uh, Marcella has a uh, a vine, four to five inches with a fr- with a fruit on it, four to five inch of fruit, with spines and 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 spikes all over it. Wild passion vine. Wild passion vine. What's that? Is, okay, hold on. Let me turn you up a little bit. Well, not the it's not the red one. It's not the little one. I, it, that fruit sounds like it's a wild passion vine. That's got wow. that. Then that, that's got that red fruit, doesn't it? Uh, when it ripens, I believe it's red, but it, it, it meets it's, the description. It's small. No, it's not four or five inches. Okay. Well, you, she's going to send us pictures too. Okay. Do you? Uh, let's see. Did you see it when it bloomed? 
Yes, bright yellow flower. All right, now everybody's thinking. Bright yellow flowers. And when when did it bloom? The time of the year? Uh, no, imagine. a couple months ago. No, oh, and so now the uh, and now there's more fruit on it. Like I cut off about four, and it it smells like uh, it smells a little more like watermelon to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the yeah. juice. Uh, when you cut it, there it is a light pink, but I, uh, when the end of the little bloom fell off, I waited a week before I I cut the uh, fruit because I thought seems like I've heard you all say that too that the blooms like at the end fall off, especially with cucumbers and squashes. Yeah, it's right, way right, right. Dry up. Ripe. Okay. All right. Don't be eating that thing. I I don't know if it's edible or not. Yeah, I'm gonna see. Okay, I'll send the pics right away. Send the pictures. Okay. Send one of them to Jerry. He'll try it. He's like Mikey. He'll try anything or go. eat anything. Well, what what is his email? No, no, he, he, I'll send it to him from here. All right. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Marcella. Thank you so much. All right, Kathy's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Got an Iris question. Hi, guys. Hi, Kathy. I bought some of those Iris flags there yesterday. All right. And, you know, to be honest, they just look up, look like weeds pulled out of the ground and then left to dry. Mm, Kind of, yeah. That sounds normal. I mean, they're just, they're dead looking. So what do I do? Am I supposed to uh, soak them first or what? Nope. Just go go find the nose. Make sure the nose faces north. Plant them where you're not covering up that whole nose. It's just very little of the soil goes on uh, on the side of the nose. When you say the nose, what's the nose? There's a there's, there's the a, bottom. Well, there's a big white thing down towards the bottom, and that should be laid where it's above ground and facing north. <laughs> They call it nose, the no, N-O-S-E, right? That's what, yes. <laughs> okay. It should be the shape so of I a don't person's need to nose. don't soak them or do anything because they're so dried up. No, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God will take okay. care of that. We used, yeah. to, we used to sell flags. When should I stuff. expect it to turn green? Uh, when the weather's conducive. Growing. So probably March, could be early April. Depends on the weather. Okay. But you do All plant. Right. You well, do I plant now. On pure faith. <laughs> They're fine. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for calling. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Or, sir, did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? That looks like an uh, uh, hackberry. Oh, a hackberry. Okay. Do you want? Yep. Oh, is that why? You, is that yeah, your question? Hackberry. Okay. Here, you take the mic from Trace, and I'll I'll give Trace this. Okay. Great. Thanks. I see a bunch of indigo spires here, and we have about a hundred of them. And of course, bees and butterflies love them. So oh, I was yeah. thinking about putting some more in. Well, if I put them in now, at this point in November, um, what do I got to do to make sure they make it through the winter? If it's a normal winter, it's they're fine. Yeah, because it won't freeze. It, well, it's a perennial, so it get it could get ugly. I don't mind if they die. The other ones die off always. Yeah, so I would expect the exact same thing. And it, they make all, it things, through, all things being normal, you'll see them again in March or so. 
In the old days, we used to worry about, you would worry about planting them now, but yeah. it's... Uh, Warmer. Yeah, it seems to be, but... Yeah. Well, two other questions related to that. I'm also looking at getting some lantana today. Is that the same situation? I put it in right now, and it should should be fine. As long as I get it watered and get it yep. rooted. In fact, if you do purple or white, they tend to even keep the foliage in bloom during the winter. Well, uh, last question is, how do you keep that bougainvillea right when I pull into the parking lot? <laughs> oh, I pray. Man. No, I'm serious. That so thing I is too. fantastic. I pray. <laughs> I pray. Everyone. What do you pray? Can you write it down? And I'll repeat it when I... Uh, <laughs> Hail Mary, something, <laughs> uh, Someday it's going to get cold enough to kill it, but so, so far it hasn't happened. How old is that thing? Uh, it's older than I've been here. That's amazing. So I don't, I don't have an answer. Yeah. Isn't that pretty unusual? Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I talked about it yesterday. Yeah. And I asked, days are numbered the day it got put in the ground. Uh, it's just yeah. a matter of which winter is going to do it in. <laughs> so I should, I, and to be serious for a moment, I should not assume that because this one is doing well here that I could have that type of luck. Uh, you, you could, and you could also have very bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> okay. I'll stick to indigo spires and... There you go. Yeah, thanks. Thank you all. All right. All right. Thank you. Give me that to him. I'll take that. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866- Yeah. We, it's, if you go to our website, the show's podcast, we're on the air right now, but you can at 930amtheanswer.com. Okay, cool. Thank you. Hey, we're cool. <laughs> at least he's not yelling at us like other kids did it's, last week. It's been 25 <laughs> years since you've been called cool, man. Uh, it has been a long time since. But, uh, yeah, let's see. All right. So did we answered you, all the... Did you tell me yesterday that uh, you've had that particular one for sale? I mean, uh, that color? I, I honestly don't even remember which color it is. Oh, oh it's purple. Oh, it's purple. Oh, purple. I've had it, I'm sure. Uh <laughs> Maybe we ought to get Oso or some of those places to get some cuttings of that one. If they, if they don't I'll, have I'll it. I'll certainly offer it to him. Yeah. That's that's the most spectacular bougainvillea I've ever seen, I think. Apparently, it's catching people's eye. Oh, I yeah. thought it was just Jerry. You know how easily impressed he is. <laughs> it's right at the entrance there, and it is beautiful. You'll have to take a picture. Yeah, I could take a picture. I got my camera today. There. Oh, good. Yeah, you And did. it's on its way to his car. <laughs> it is on the way. And the, and the butterflies, are there butterflies on it? No. Are you safe? I don't know. So. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What else is going on, gentlemen? Uh, oh, Trace, you never did answer. Is anything exciting coming in? I know you said it's time to compost. We discussed that. Uh, we discussed the Christmas trees. Uh, there's been a commitment on Christmas cactus. So, oh, really? Uh, I don't think it's next week. I think it's the following. Okay. That's cool. And when will the boutique start having Christmas items? Because you all always have unique Christmas items. They're already there. Okay. I didn't see them. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. So we, I saw the little discounted Halloween. We, we used to not put Christmas out till after Thanksgiving, and I just couldn't see putting it in the storeroom when there's a chance to sell it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. A lot of people. Everybody, everybody else already has all their Christmas stuff yeah. out, so uh, we, we followed suit. Okay, so you can find unique Christmas decor here at Mill Burgers. you have any cyclamen? Ha-ha, he asks knowingly. 
A few. A few, yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Smack him on close, <laughs> close to twelve tables worth of. Oh, oh. Tables. I, thought, I, I thought he was counting colors. Me too. No, no I, I was counting the number of tables. Sorry. Being weird. Dude. We yeah. that purple. Well, you underestimated it already. Did I really? It's yeah. more than. Oh yeah, it sure is. Because there's <laughs> there's some against the wall there. There's plenty. Come get your cyclamen here, and they're on sale. 19, 19 tables, Milton. Wow, is Nine, that right? 19 and a half. Oh, actually. man. You want to tell them how much they're on sale for, Jerry? <laughs> I'm looking through my... Six for $30. Thank you, Calvin. They, uh, five for 30 Five for 30 oh, no, It's I'm five for 30 You're right. Six each. <laughs> Calvin's just trying to manipulate this. Yeah. If I said yes, then he would have taken it. He would immediately <laughs> just left the, left the, the porch and gone to get him. Four-inch pot regularly six ninety-nine, and the sale is five for thirty dollars. So that's uh, six dollars a piece. And mm-hmm. af- after you, five, you, you don't realize we do the simple math for just for you, right? Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> and after the after you get the five, every plant after that is get, also six. It's also six dollars. It's six dollars. That's good. Cool. All right, we got a. Uh, he wanted to ask a question. He said we'd do it during the break, and we're kind of there. So we'll take a quick break. Come back in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, and uh, we'll be back with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas after this on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Oh, it's his birthday today. Uh, Doug Somm's birthday today. Who? Doug Somm. She's a mover for Douglas Quartet. I, I know. Okay. I was wondering. Uh, I would have thought you would have known, so I'm glad you did. All right. That's Gold Star, is it? Yeah. What's, okay. the, what's the bluminous plant on the place today? Uh, cyclamen? More col- colorful. I concur, Spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gold Star Esperanza. Oh, okay. the, Mil- Milton's right. Cyclamen. At the entrance. <laughs> okay. But at the, he, he got, you got a bunch of them, and they're all in full bloom. They're beautiful things. All right. And, got and you see how many blooms that thing has on it, Milton? Mm-mm. Well, you can, but I, I can't see them because of the glow from yeah. the cyclone <laughs> there. Just, I know. It's kind of, kind of true. <laughs> All right. What else, uh, gentlemen? We've had some good calls and some good questions. Yep. Did he want to know what it was, or did he want to do something about the hackberry? I think he just want to know what it was. Okay. It, it looked like it was a little iron he, carotid. He, he's he's here pretty regular, so I'm assuming he has uh, uh, the the treatment already in hand once he knew oh. what it was. Oh. <laughs> Save a hackberry. Were we talking about whether that treatment could be used by just by painting it on the side of the uh, yeah, tree? Yeah, we, we, that... we had a guy call in and uh, that uses it like that. Okay, this would be the and, cut vine and stump killer. Yeah, so I, I've I've done it before where I took a drill and the tree was perfectly fine. I went up a few feet, drilled a bunch of, of angled holes and filled it up. Oh wow! And it died. Okay. How quickly? Uh, it was. It wasn't very long. Two, three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a lot of work, Trey. You got. No, I, wa- I wanted to take the tree out, but I was told I couldn't, <laughs> so I had to die first. You have. 
You had a, you have to have a <laughs> okay. drill and a small drill bit and uh, yeah, I got all that. This mm. guy just paints well, it you on know, us. You know who, paint does, it on who does that all the time? Neil prescribes it. Oh, that's right. That's right. He that talked about to do the drilling and the scraping and we just paint it on there. All right, Danny's got a recommendation for us at 210-308-8867, or, or he wants a recommendation. Don't do any more radio programs? No, 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 this is about a tree. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Danny, I'm guessing you want a recommendation, not that you've got a recommendation. Who told you that? No. I don't know, little bird. What's going on, Danny? Okay, so I'm down here at the Beethoven Manicor, part of King William District. It's the intersection of Parita and South Florida. Okay. And I've got a garden that's pretty shallow from the street back, maybe 30 feet. Yeah. And if I do enough digging, I think I can come up with a pole to accommodate a tree that is colorful. With flowers or leaves? I'm not really fussing. You just want color. At least one season of the year. It's really pretty. You go, wow. So, so you're, what? he's looking you, for you, a tree. You were kind of broke up. Yeah, so he wants a, uh, how tall do you want a tree, a colorful tree, either the leaves or the flowers, that is least colorful once a season? Am I doing okay, Danny? Yeah, so far, and it's, say, uh, 30 to 40 feet tall. Tops. Now, how fast does it have to grow? <laughs> I'm in no rush. There's only a handful of trees I can think of that would bloom and reach those heights. An, an aqua is one well, of them. Well, it doesn't have to be that high. It doesn't have to be. No, I'm telling you, that's like a max. Yeah. How much shade do you have? Because King William, there's lots of shade. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, the north side of the house, or the, or the, the property, gets southwest sun in the summertime. Lots of sun in the west. Northwest side, northwest sun. You know, when the sun's this side of the equator, so it gets plenty of sun. Well, okay. So I'm, I'm voting Vitex if it's, but they're only gonna get about 15 feet. That's fine. And, and then uh, easy to grow. I mean, it's one of those plants you got to try to kill it to to kill it, and you're still probably gonna be unsuccessful. Um, but the norm, the normal Vitex, uh, or you might even try one of these. Uh, uh, what's the Milton, do you remember the name of that purple-leafed one? I'm thinking, doggone it, if you have there, that. There's a, there's a Vitex that I, we don't have any now, oh, but yeah. uh, in uh, in spring I'll ha- probably have some. So it's got a purple purple leaf as well as a bloom. So the the bloom is actually insignificant in relation to the color of the leaves. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get that part. <laughs> so are you saying V-I-K-E-X? Or? No, T. V-I-T-E-X. Purple sensation, I think. Is that it? That's not right. I'm, I'm looking okay. online. I'm not finding anything. Yeah. No, I mean, I know it's there, He's but I Vite- finally... Vitex. There's okay. some, there's some new ones out. I mean, really new blooming ones out uh, that are Texas superstars. And uh, but he he's talking about the uh, red. Well, wait leaf a minute! Ones. I'm not closing a door on superstars. Superstar okay. stuff's great. Okay. I mean, shoot. yeah, let it rip. You got one of those that you like? 
Well, the, uh, we're, now, is Craig Ball out we're, of the question? I'm, the way he was talking, I don't know if it's got to have sun, enough sun. Oh, okay. The year. Yeah. Leconte? Leconte is one of them. Kind of like the pair. I haven't seen that one available yet. All right. Okay, the, so right now I have Vitex, right? Uh, any kind of Vitex you can't go wrong with. Yeah, right. Except for the illegal beach Vitex. But I, I still wrong. vote for Anaqua. Okay, Calvin's voting for Anaqua. No! I, you cannot steal Anaqua. I've got a hmm. front of the mansion here. There's a mansion here at the Facebook. There's a 42-inch circle in the concrete, and I had I had the fantastic uh, plant growing there. Moya? It wasn't a Moya, but it was one of those, uh, whatever that species is. Dang it. Sometimes growing plant. Boy, Moya, Grande, whatever those plants are. I had one of those. Oh, the hibiscus? Moya Grande? Yes, hibiscus. Thank you. But they're not available right now. So my question is, was it 42-inch? Plot here in front of the bench. What can I put in there for the winter? Both. I would put in pansies or snapdragons. Uh, my wife's favorite would be stock because it's quite fragrant. What, uh, say that again. My wife would have picked stock because it's very fragrant. It's an old-fashioned plant, but beautiful. Yep. And that's T O C K. Yep. Yeah, makes fairly, good, fairly cold tolerant. Uh, makes good cut flowers. Yep. Um, if my wife can grow it, it's, it can't be too hard. Good. Okay, that's great. Wonderful suggestion. All, all right, right, guys. Thanks, Danny. Thank you. Got all the damage you can do. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right, uh, Marcellus. Uh, he knows Jerry, right? Yeah. Jerry can do a lot more damage. Oh yeah. He's not even begun. <laughs> um, so, Marcella, Evelyn, hang on. Marcella sent us the picture, so I'll show you the, the picture of this. was the mystery vine with little spines on it. Can you see it? Looks like, like, looks like an okra. Oh, an okra? It's not. But. Oh, here. Can you see it? And I'll show you the fruit in a minute. Yeah, All right. I see the fruit. Oh, you do? Okay. With the little spines. Yeah, the little dots on it. Here, you keep looking. All right, you look at it, and uh, I think it's an alien. Evelyn plant. got some on- onion plants here at Millburgers, and she's got a question about it. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Evelyn. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Good, good, good. What's going on? I just wanted to know whether you have uh, onion plants at Millburgers. Oh, do we have onion plants yet? No. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. It's kind of late, aren't Soon. They? When do they? When do you plant seed? Uh, the growers plant seed of onions. Uh, you talking Octo- to me? October. October. Okay. Yeah. So well, ten, well, what is the famous one that's planted October the 15th? 10-15? There you go. It's 10-15. Yes. Well, <laughs> so, aren't they late this year? No. 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 Is it, it, is historically, it, it's the second or third. It's middle of November, yeah, depending right. on the weather. Right. Um, it can't be too much longer because they already build my credit card. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's got to be right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what about scarified uh, blue bonnet seed? Do they have that there also? No. Well, out? Yeah, they've got seed. blue. I'm sorry? They've got blue, blue bonnet uh, seed. seed. Bunch of seed here at Millburgers. Yeah. Okay. I just well, wanted to know whether they still have 
I can't get there when I'm supposed to. I just wondered whether they had scarified uh, bluebonnet seed now yet. Well, I think the wild seed farm ones are already scarified. Right. The other ones, I'm not so sure. No. Okay. Why don't, why don't you, a uh, uh, person that is well, uh, rich as you are, you can wait for transplants coming in end of this month, probably. Who's rich these days? Uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you, Evelyn. Yeah. What, co- what color would you like of blue bonnets? Any of them. I don't or, care which one it is. Horse herb yellow. I had blue bonnets uh, seed before while plants, and uh, the people are putting on, putting in a new water lines here, and they park their vehicles there and mm. souped up dirt in there, so I don't know if I'm going to have any kind of well, wildflower God, seed this year. God has a way. They'll be there. Yeah. Okay. May, maybe maybe the good fairy will bring you some plant transplant. Uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, Evelyn Trace says he's got a horse herb seed, so maybe if you want some. There you oh, go. Maybe we could, sh- we could trade horse herb. <laughs> <laughs> we could trade horse I'm herb sure for blue bonnets. If we get uh, any rain, well, the horse herb will certainly show up, I'm sure. Yeah. Keep the faith. <laughs> okay. We need rain in a bad way. Yes, we do. Absolutely. Oh, I. So yeah, what you did you decide on Evelyn? Are we, is she going to wait for transplants, or do you want to try wait? to get her seed some, over there? Well, Jerry said she had to be rich to do transplants, so she's just <laughs> going to do seed. Yeah. All right, so I think we've got the scarified seed. Yeah. Uh, I think we lost Evelyn, though. Did we lose you? Are you still there, Evelyn? Nope, we lost her. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, sad. All righty. 210 Not in that way, Jerry. Uh, no. <laughs> 210 I don't even hear you now. I'm not. Hello. There Hello. You there you are. Okay. Breaker, breaker. All right. Got about, oh, about four or five minutes left. So uh, what do we need to mention before we kind of close the show down? Uh, ryegrass seed. So if you got a Bermuda lawn, it's time to put the ryegrass seed out so that you can be the one house in the neighborhood that everybody says, wow, why is your yard so green and mine is so brown? <laughs> so in our backyard that, that has been pretty bad, our front yard's fine. Our backyard is pretty bad. It's got little spots of St. Augustine, and, and I bought some here in the spring, and those are doing well. But the rest of it was kind of gra- just so- soil. Well, you uh, want it to be less muddy for your dog, right? Yeah, I know. So ryegrass would would help. Okay. Is it going to solve it? No, but is it going to help? Yeah, it yeah. would help. So we've got some like little grassy sprouts coming up now. Is that like last year's winter? Uh, oh, that's res- I'm pretty sure grass. that's uh, winter grass that... Uh, that you may or may not want. Oh, okay. Okay. So what do you have here? You have the rye? I have two, two versions of rye. So I have the what I would call pick seed. So it's a, pan, a Pantera-type rye. Don't so use rye with San Augustine. Though. Oh. It's an intermediate. So it, we didn't bring any of the one that gets real tall real fast where everybody has to mow like every three days. So we brought the intermediate, and then we brought perennial rye. But perennial rye here is not perennial. Oh. It's just shorter. So unlikely that it needs to be mowed, uh, and maybe not even at all. Okay. So we carry that one in little little packages, and in my mind, that's good for uh, for cemetery plots. Hmm. Uh, because you know they're not going to be mowing them all the same in the middle of the winter. Hey, uh, before we lose uh, our time here, John is on the line with a quick question on transplants. Hi, John. Welcome to Millburgers hey. Gardening. We'll see what we can do for you. What's going on, man? I got a question for the three wise men. Hey, uh, 
Jerry was talking about how they how they set transplants, uh, sprout them, and then separate them and put them in the containers right. to sell. Right. My question, though, is uh, why is it that when I go buy those uh, little six-packs and whatever, yeah. that virtually, virtually 100% of them has one seriously puny plant in it? Yeah, if you're talking about uh, that's the genetics of the of the seed, because uh, it's like blue bonnets. Uh, when we get a, we'll probably have that happen this year. Uh, you get a flat of blue bonnets that uh, they planted individual plants in the pot. Every now and then you'll get one that's uh, iron chlorosis. Uh, uh, it's yellow, turned yellow. And you cannot grow it out of that. So uh, ideally, uh, you won't plant the one that's see uh, yellow. I would describe it as uh, the runt of the litter. There you go. Does not mean yeah. it's not going to outperform the other ones when it's all said and done. No. It's okay. Not, not a blue bonnet. It, well, no, we're talking I vegetables, just, I think. Oh. Yeah, vegetables. Vegetable plants. Oh, okay. You know, it just seems like one out of six is sometimes that, so it, Sometimes that runt is a is a better choice in the long run than the ones that look good <laughs> yeah i always plant them all i don't throw them away if they're growing i'll, grow, I'll plant them but anyway i was just curious thank y'all yeah, yeah thank you john thank all right john. got about a minute left what else guys trace you want to you want to bring us home there's some of the uh, uh, yeah the terracotta uh, she bought, they bought a bunch there. of them yeah. there, there. so we got that big pot we've got our, what's left of the halloween decorations and our fall decor dec- Decorations went on sale this week. Oh, okay. Off. Uh, if you want to feed some deer, we still got some pumpkins left for Buck. Yeah, and beautiful esperanzas. We still yeah. have the hay, so we hey. have the edible hay. <laughs> so if you've got cows or goats or whatever, we it's gordo hay. It is. What, what does what gordo mean? mean? I don't uh, think ho- fat. Fat. Yeah. I don't think deer eat hay, will they? Uh, they'll eat the pumpkins. They've been eating the pumpkins. Goat will eat anything. Yeah, this gordo hay is designed for cow. Cows. I wonder if James though, James has goats that his border collie can round up. All right, we're gonna say take a break and uh, about for about a week here. We'll be back next Saturday here at Mill Burgers at sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. On behalf of the docs, the docs, thanks to Alfred doing a great job. Thanks for all the calls. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is nine thirty a.m. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.